Well, hello and welcome everyone to your favourite fantasy football podcast. It's The Denalysis. Um, I'm here today, me, Dan, that is your host, in case you forgot. I'm here with Natalie. Hi. Natalie, how are you doing? How are you feeling today? I'm feeling all right. Are you hype about this international break we have going right now? Currently, the England game is on. Do you want to guess what the score is? Nil-nil. You're quite right. Thank you. (laughs) England versus Malta, nil-nil. I think it'll stay that way, but we'll we'll bring you updates. We'll bring you updates. You will have already known what the score is by the time you If you're English and you support England and you give a crap, you may know what it is. But we're going to tell you anyway. Mm. Uh, you know, we've been missing for a week, actually. I forgot we to have. mention that. Dan's been away. How I've been was, away. How was your holiday? I've been away in Devon. It was great. It was great. I spent a lot in of Devon? time... In Devon? Yeah, in Devon. Oh, I thought you'd gone up north. No, I went down southwest. But uh, mm. what I did, what I did do, was I listened to a lot of other fantasy football podcasts. I read a lot of fantasy football articles. And I was very uh, active with my team in this international break. So... We're going to start off by telling you how our teams did for the prior the prior two weeks. Uh, you mean the, week, the previous two the weeks? The previous two weeks. Dan's trying to use I'm trying to high-end words. fit in words that I can't. It's not That's, working It's the him. arrogance. But <laughs> So we're going to start with my team, um, the Zarate kid. <laughs> I'm think, Is that what you are still? I, I, I was thinking of changing my name to Juru Mbemba. You may not know Juru. Uh, a few few years ago, Arsenal defender, but you know Mbemba, Mbemba, you know like oh, the, the Michael Jackson song. That's <laughs> yeah. really good. Yeah, so I, I figured that out on holiday. That's so good. <laughs> I need a better one because mine was topical. I did mine for work, and like I've realised that no one at work gives no, a shit. No one appreciates it. So let's jump into this. Uh, so my team, a few guys, special shout outs to uh, <laughs> Fraser Forster. 11 points. Absolutely. Legendary goalkeeper. Killing it. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, we've got Four Star, who was a big, a big shining light this week. Mm. Um, we had Cedric, who was on a, a, a well, nice you say six we. points. You had Cedric. You had these players. Oh, I, yeah, I'm saying the Royal We. <laughs> oh. I just realised that. That's very strange, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and also... Uh, Jesus, finally, I kept the faith. Finally. He got, got me a good nine points. Are you upset that you didn't captain him? Um, no, not really, because who did I captain? I captained Sadio Mane playing mm. against my very own Arsenal <laughs> on, on for a solid eight points, only one one point lower than uh, Gabriel Jesus. Mm. And that was, uh, you know, the first time I, I think I had Jesus for the first two weeks and he got me uh, two, points. two points in the first week. Uh, sorry. No. Oh yeah, yeah no, two points both weeks. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. no, he was one point both weeks, mm. two points as the captain. So I switched it for week three and I only missed out on two potential points. Yeah. And now we get onto the negative news. Oh no. Um so company one point. Mm. Ake zero points <laughs> thanks to that late Sterling goal. Uh Lanzini, who I was very hyped about coming back, one point. Because uh, he came on after the 45th minute, came on at half-time. Um, Ramsey, one point. Shaka, who I still don't know why I got him, one point. Lacazette, one point. Gabbiadini, two points. And who did I have on the bench? I had Lascelles and Richie, both yeah. six points each. So a mixed bag for me. I got 49 overall. I think, you know, that's six above the average. We're having teething problems. It's the start of the season, trying to figure out who's playing well. 
I took Lascelles and Richie, uh, Richie out this week and it didn't work out for me. Yeah, that's but, unfortunate. You know, I had faith in Arsenal for some reason. Not enough to make an Arsenal captain, unfortunately, because Lacazette not starting was... Ugh. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was okay. How did you do? Um, I also did okay. Uh, respectable scoreline. A respectable 45 points. Two uh, points over average. I think that's more than respectable. Yeah. That's two points more than respectable, if I think you you're also me. quite far ahead of me because of your first two weeks, so... Yeah. And so... I feel like I must have mentioned this on the last podcast that I'm doing some renegade captains at the Mm. moment and I think now is the time genuinely if you're scoring average or above at the moment like you don't have much to lose Mm. so I feel like it's worth just taking some risks with your captain choice go for those differentials and hope that they'll pay off because why not like people are still figuring out their teams Um, there's red cards all over the shop it's very confusing at the moment, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, so you might as well just pick someone totally random and see if they score loads of points, because why not? Yeah, I, I, I respect that. It's been my uh, long-standing strategy until this year when I realised it never works for me yeah. because I'm really bad at picking them. My captain for game week two was Ake, and I was really that looked really promising. Until was, it, was it a bit wacky? His performance. Uh, okay, you're gonna have to um, laugh, laugh with me, listeners. <laughs> but this week, um, I captained Moy, but that was like as renegade as I could get with what, the fixtures. What fixed did he get? What does Moy he get? He got three points, which is you know like everything's fine. But, but what could you have had? Well, I had also Ali and Mane and Jesus and Yoshida were my actual scorers. Surely Yoshida's the only real renegade, renegade. captain. That's choice, the so. thing. Like it wasn't exciting, so I just went for Moy. Um, I was unfortunately let down um, by Lukaku missing that penalty. Luckily, you didn't captain him. Luckily, like I didn't else. captain him, so I wasn't really mad. <laughs> I was pleased because. I knew that so many people had captained him, yeah. and I was like, you know what? I'll take the zero points for the fact that so many people yeah. are having double zero points. I mean, shout out to my vice-captain Lacazette for his strong one point from the bench. I mean, that looks great, he doesn't it? He outplayed Lukaku this week. I'll take that. It looks excellent. <laughs> but my real downfall was the only... The single transfer that I made oh. last week. Oh, oh, and I remember this. This is, this is a bad one. Burritos. <laughs> Bur- burritos. Oh, for Lascelles as well. <laughs> oh, for clean sheet Lascelles. Yeah. So what is that? What is that net difference between uh? Eight points. Eight points. Yeah. Cause... I never would have played Lascelles though. I don't think. I was I was gonna play. See, this is the thing for me. I just never would have put them in, even though it was yeah. West Ham, which seems foolish looking mm. back on it, but yeah, hindsight. But I, I had Dunk in over Lascelles anyway. And Dunk then ended up third on my bench with his clean sheet. <laughs> so it really didn't go well for you making that transfer. No. That, the good thing is, though, is that Britos was in such high demand at the start of the game week pre-red card mm. that he is still looking unlikely to drop <laughs> in price. But he is banned for three games, Yes, unfortunately. So if you do own him, I would... Um, advise getting rid because there's just not much point in that dead weight sitting on your bench. Yeah, I, I would also say to anyone who doesn't watch a lot of football and is listening to this podcast, 
it was a nasty tackle. He it was like a ninja kick to the leg. But essentially, the kid needs like twenty thousand transfers out. Yeah. To so you got a bit drop of time in value. To play with. So definitely don't rush to get him out. Well, I played my wild card, oh. which is a bit of a, a bombshell. I am. I, I thought I, I'm a I'm a ride these uh, price rises. I'm and we get these hype boys in. So, so I pulled up the old uh, the mad. old site. You don't know about it, fplstatistics.com. But the reason we're talking about this is because I was like, I want to see them price rises over the end. I mean, also, there were some, some changes I wanted to make. So, for instance, my, my team balance is a bit off. I, over the past few weeks, I've been thinking my next move is getting Kanan. Mm. Um, and I, I played the game. I played the game of Kane will not score in August. And it's worked out. And it worked out. It worked out. But I was shitting myself the entire time, being like, this guy's going to do it. He's going to make it happen. You don't and want to live that life anymore. When I got to the end of that Spurs game and Spurs lost their clean sheet to Crystal Gars, oh, th- this is just perfect. Um, but I will be getting Kanan next week. But uh, so, so the thing is, I, I saved some money to facilitate that. But I've had other problems like getting Lanzini in for this week, thinking he would change West Ham's fortunes. He didn't start. Also... He definitely didn't change their yeah. fortunes. Other than getting uh, Mitrovic a, a three-game oh, ban. I didn't know that that had gone through. Yeah, so you saw the elbow in the game, mm-hmm. right? Elbowed Lanzini in the face. Uh, the ref didn't see it, but the FA did. And like a given retrospective. Him, yeah, so they've given thing. him a ban. I mean, Mitrovic doesn't really matter for FPL anyway, because he was never starting. Um, didn't he score? Or he assist? did score, but he's, he, he scored from... Did he score from the bench or did he I start? I have no idea, Daniel. I didn't look I into it. I think Hossely started, didn't he? Yes. And then, then Mitrovic came on and scored. And um, they both scored? Yeah. Yeah. That's nice, isn't um, it? So, so I was looking at that and also the, obviously the Arsenal result, which we're going to talk about soon. Um, Ramsey and Shaka. Mm, Ake, you know, Bournemouth So you needed really an overhaul. Start. It, I didn't need it because I did have Lascelles and Richie on the bench, but you wanted I wanted it because one of the main things is freeing up funds because mm. I'm thinking about potentially uh, getting Firmino and Mane or Salah and Mane. Right. And in order to do that, I needed some restructuring. I needed to get Shaka a 5.5 down to a 4.5. So my justification is partly I want to try and ride those price rises, but also I want to have a situation where... I'm able to downgrade the likes of Shaka and Gabbiadini, who's... I, I do have some faith in Gabbiadini, but Southampton haven't shown me that they're like a goal-scoring team yeah. so far. But you're ready to take this hit now? Yeah. Despite how we have more international breaks coming up? Yeah, so there's one in the... What, it's there's one game in like week another, six, yeah. after game week six. So I think at this point in time, I have enough knowledge and enough data to look at it and be like... Uh, Firstly, the thing I wanted to do was a price rise thing. That may or may not work. I've had, I think, three players have risen, but not enough for me to get profit. But I did want to just make these, like, structural changes yeah. where I wanted to, like, get my budget right. And that that's probably the main thing for me. Like, I want to make sure the, the budget between players is right and also right so that going forward I have the flexibility to get a Sanchez in if Sanchez starts doing really well, well or... You know, have have that space to get like a Lukaku in, or I don't know. There's yeah. there's some performers that I want in that that I wouldn't be able to do without a wild card. So that's that's me. So you wanted to restructure your team so you could do what the 
he must he must not be named Ant has <laughs> been ready to do absent Ant since the start absent of the uh, since the start of the season yeah. where he built his team so that he could he shuffle people around. Yeah. No, oh. not so well, but he built it so that he had Kane and Lukaku so that he right. could easily downgrade switch and switch yeah. around and move and have enough money yeah. to move things around yeah so like I say I have enough money for Kane but the problem is at 5.5 in midfield and Gabbiadini the 7.0 it's, yeah. it makes it tricky oh do you want to talk about the handsome 11 and of course Sorry, yeah I forgot so anyone who's been listening will be aware that we set up a team of good looking men yep called the handsome 11 absolute well look absolute average performance <laughs> we forgot <laughs> to do it last week because everyone was absent but we still managed a bang on average performance thanks to Bertrand and Cedric Fabregas, Ali and Lursel. I think Fabregas is the real shining light well, there. Fabregas and Ali together were 20 points between them. The, the Fabri- Fabregas differential though, everyone getting rid of him after his red cards. Yeah. Comes yeah, back. Yeah I guess. Gets that little goal. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, unfortunately, the rest of our team. We're, we're looking like we might have to do a transfer. <laughs> Just one. We've got two, haven't we? Um, two, three. We ones. must have two transfers because we didn't do one didn't last touch week. It. Yeah. So it was a disappointment from Ramsey, captain. That's for sure. Yeah, I don't think we would have let that. I don't think I would have let that happen if we'd been paying attention. Yeah. It needs some work, but it's you know it's a good it's, it's holding its own I think it's above me in our mini league um, I think so too it's nice though that Carius has got some points too, oh that was amazing we put him in and we didn't think he'd ever play this season I'll add in that our game week 2 was absolutely shocking oh shambles um, 22 points absolute nightmare like and I know generally that people didn't do really well in game week 2 hmm. but Lursel was our only player who scored more than 2 points oh wow that is really bad. Um, yeah, absolutely devastating. So, in fact, the fact that we didn't change anything and managed to get an average score the week after is fascinating. That's pretty good. I mean, game week two, even I did better than the handsome ones. I mean... Mane and Gabbiadini coming through. Yeah. We're, I think we're going to cover some, some game week two and three now. Some actual football. So, uh, the actual football that went on. Um, first sad result we're going to talk about is the uh, Liverpool-Arsenal game. It's not sad for everyone though, is it? Um, so we had Mane, who I was jumping for joy while we were at the pub Yeah. after he scored. Um, Mane, my captain. Firmino with a, a goal and an assist. Uh, Salah with uh, a goal and assist also. And uh, Sturridge with the final goal. Uh, Gomez got an assist for Firmino's earlier goal. I don't know who Gomez is. So Gomez is like the young, the young fullback. So he plays. And he I think started he right back for. He must have started. It was the first. Yeah, because you know we we had Alexander Arnold. Yeah. Um, so oh, I Gomez is injured. like the other guy. Gomez is the other. He's right the other back. man. And also their 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 main guy is uh, Klein. Right. But he's out injured at the moment. Oh. So they had Gomez playing. He put that cross in for Firmino. Uh, got the first assist and yeah I mean the advice I give to you now regarding Arsenal is get rid of all of your (laughs) Arsenal players because Lacazette starting on the bench Mm. bad news because this was the biggest game of our season so far yep but now and I know we're going to wet transfers later Mm. but now that Oxlade-Chamberlain has gone um, so now that Oxlade-Chamberlain's gone, I'd say you'll see Hector Bellerin playing in the position he's actually meant to play in. Right. And you'll see Kalasinak playing in the position he's actually meant to play in. But nothing, no changes for Lacazette. 
Um, it doesn't affect Lacazette at all. Right. Because, yeah, Lacazette is a striker, Oxlade Chamberlain, nowhere near that. I mean, that's a strange thing. Giroud and Lacazette were both benched for this game. It was Danny Welbeck that played up front. Uh-huh. And Lacazette's quite an expensive guy to just have. Yeah, not 10.5, isn't he? Yeah. So he hasn't dropped yet. Um, and I, I think, you know, there will be a point in the season where Lacazette looks like a good option. But right now, I'm saying I, he's the guy I'm dropping for Kane. But yeah, like, you know, Arsenal negativity aside, uh, if you have any Arsenal players, definitely get rid. Um, Liverpool looked great. Um, Firmino, Mane, Salah, I think there's a very, very strong case. It's uh, a new triad. It's a new triad. There's a very strong case for having at least two of them. And for me, you have to have... For me... For me, uh, for me <laughs> you have to have Mane because I think he's, he's the one that I think is going to play just about every game. And I think he's the key member in that attack. He may not get the maximum points every game, but he's going to probably be the most consistent. And, well, he's scored in all three games yeah. so far. Uh, no bonus points, funnily enough, despite scoring in all three. Infuriating. Um, so I did, I did watch an interesting thing on uh, the FPL show earlier where Firmino, because he's a striker yeah. by, by the listing of the games, he does actually get more... Bonus Every points. time he scores, he mm. gets more in the bonus point like aggregation yeah. system thing. So that is kind of worth having him... Yeah. Even if you think... like I, I don't, don't know what my point is, but I know, you know He's going to get fewer points for a goal scored, but yes. he's more likely than Salah or Mane to, to get, get bonus, bonus points. points at the end. Mm. And also, he another thing they uh, touched on was that he's getting a lot of um, key passes. Right. Which also plays like into, very significantly yeah. into it. So Firmino at eight point five, he might be eight point six now. He might have risen. I thought you were all clued up on the prices, mate. You know, I'm pretty on point, but I think he did rise because he's one of the guys I got in actually. Yeah, he is eight point six now. Yeah, so he's eight point six. But it's still such good value. It's good value, and uh, so the way I'm looking at, it, I actually have notes on this, but it's I'm gonna have either Mane and Salah. I'm going to have Mane and Firmino. Right. And the the difference will be, do I want more high-scoring midfielders and, like, the, the third strikers on the bench, or do I want more high-scoring strikers and have, like, right. a 4-3-3? Gotcha. So that's kind of the way I'm looking at it, and at the moment I'm, I'm split between the two. But, yeah, um, I think those three players look fantastic, and Liverpool's fixtures going forward, they have Man City next, which almost seems like the perfect game for a team like Liverpool because they love to perform in those big games. And Man City, Pep Guardiola, not a very defensively sound team. Mm. Um, other than that, Burnley, Leicester, Newcastle, Man United. They're not amazing fixtures, but, but Liverpool, you'd still expect goals in. Liverpool look great, so yeah. I'd say doubling up is a, a solid option. At least one of those three yeah. is important. Um, so next, we're going to talk about Spurs. Also a team with a triad. Also a team with a triad. Unfortunately, only one of those triadians... <laughs> is hitting right now. ...is hitting the mark, <laughs> and that is Bamadele Alley. Mm, he's very good Literally at Literally the only man involved in a goal for Spurs last week. Yeah. Against Burnley. Yeah. I feel like that says it all. Yeah. It, within the triad, it's uh, Deli Alley, um, Christian Eriksen, and, and Harry Kane. I just, I'm not convinced on Ericsson. Like, I appreciate that he does things sometimes, yeah. but at no point this season or last season did I think, yeah, I'll 
have Ericsson. Yeah, I, I've got to admit, I'm kind of similar to you in that sense, apart from this season. Like, this oh, you is want this, him now? I really want him, and he's going to. He's one of the reasons I played the wild card. But so. you don't want to get Ali. No, and, and kind of my reasoning behind this is Deli Ali is a very good goal scorer. He's like right place, right time, will get you the goals. Ericsson's more of a guy. And both of these options are great, by the way. Like, regardless, yeah. at the end of the season, they're going to be very similar yeah, for sure. in, in terms of score. But I, I really, really like Ericsson as just a guy who's always involved. He's always putting crosses in. He's very accurate, very, um, very good at free kicks. Uh, gets the odd long shot goal. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like he's going to get a lot of assists this year, like he does every year. Yeah. And um, I, I'm more comfortable with having the likes of Ericsson getting a, f- a five-pointer most weeks yeah. than I am with Ali getting a nine-pointer and then a one-pointer yeah. and then a red card. I think, <laughs> that, <laughs> I think the only thing to say is as well is you just need one of them. Yeah. Right, Definitely right now, you just need one of them. Uh, yeah, they have insane fixtures coming up. But it's not worth worrying about... If you've got Ericsson, it's not worth worrying about how do I get Ali oh, I in. I need to get Ali. Yeah, Instead, yeah, totally. like, if one of them doesn't pick up any points for a few weeks... It's fine. Don't yeah. worry about swapping over because yeah. you'll only swap over to find that whoever you had gets the points exactly. and whoever you get in doesn't. You always swap over on the week when yeah. your previous guy gets a 20-point exactly. week. And, and that's why it's, it's silly. But, again, another team I'd look at, if you can do it, it's, it's what I'm doing, um, doubling up on... I'm going for Kane. I mentioned it earlier because mm-hmm. we're out of that August hoodoo. I'm almost sure that he's going to score at least two next week um you know he might not yeah but but you're almost sure but I'm, I'm very <laughs> i'm very convinced that now would be the time to get him in yeah and it's like that you know fantasy league you always want to get him in the week before they start mm. killing it yeah. rather than the week after. after but any you know any one of those three any combination of two of those three i think will serve you quite well yeah the, those guys are good also spurs defenders if you want them I don't know. No? You've been disappointed by the, uh, yeah. the Burnley concession. I don't really understand what's going on with Spurs defenders. I have Older World. Yeah. Which is fine. He's just existing right now. Yeah. But, like... How's he done for you for these, these past few weeks? They kept a clean sheet the first week, didn't they? Yeah, but that's it. They... Chelsea week two. I think that's excusable. Yeah, but no points. Did he get books he gets, as well? Like, yeah. And then this week just... Two points for showing up, like, come on, man. <laughs> As, uh, that Burnley goal at the end, I mean, I think a lot of people have been blaming Trippier for that, and, you know... Did he trip is, up? <laughs> he didn't trip up, oh. but he, he didn't track his man very well, and we've just had Serge Aurier come in from PSG to Spurs, who is a very, very good right-back. And he's going to replace Trippier as the, the, the theory. I mean... I think you, you don't sign Serge Aurier to be back up. Um, it, they're a lot of money, the Spurs defenders. They are. That's Serge Aurier is 6.0, by the way, so he's... Equally as expensive. Isn't Alderweireld 6.5? No, 6.0. He's 6.0. 6.0. Yeah. I don't know, though. Swansea, West Ham, Huddersfield, those teams are going to struggle to score against Spurs. But that's fine. I've got Alderweireld. I'm not. Get, I'm definitely not getting rid of Alderweireld. But yeah. I'm All right. Just, okay. I'm not convinced. You're saying don't go crazy for them, right? Yeah. Now. I'm not convinced by the price. Like Davies, I guess, is a bit cheaper. Is he playing still? Um. Yeah. But until Danny Rose comes back. Right. And Danny, Danny Rose, Rose is. Wasn't sold. And Danny Rose is six point five. So I mean, no one's gonna want that. 
guy. If you're going for a Spurs defender, you, you're gonna have to go for one of Vertonghen, Alderweireld, and um, Serge Aurier, I think. And we we have to wait and see whether Aurier yeah. does play every game. Mm. I'd be confident in telling you that he's yeah. going to play every game. Maybe not the Everton game. Maybe it's a bit early. I don't know. I think he's he's probably going to be a good bonus guy as well because he's quite a the kind of player that'll be quite involved in the game. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's kind of Spurs for you. I mean, they're looking good despite their results not being fantastic so yeah. far. Uh, the Burnley one was a late equaliser from Chris Wood, who looks like he could be a really good player for for Burnley. But so can you tell me more about Chris Wood, please? So Chris Wood was in the Championship last year, playing for Leeds, and right. he had a really good goal record. Um, I think it was twenty-seven-ish goals. Um, I've just got here last season in the Championship, twenty-seven goals from Chris Wood. Right. And he's also a very Burnley player. He's a big, tough, like good finisher. So I think he's good for six point five. For a third striker, if you have the money, I think could be a shout. It seems like a lot of money for a Burnley. It striker. does. I, I, what I would say is, do not commit to him now, mm. because we what we know about Burnley, they don't score a lot of goals. Yeah. They're not a free flowing attacking team, but. If they he does be. get a few goals in the next game and the next game, he could be like a wicked bargain. Mm. But it's it's not one to take a punt on, I don't yeah. think. I think when you're in the point of the season where Harry Kane is a punt, yeah. probably not good to go for Chris Wood of Burnley. But we did want to talk about Burnley, so how how's their season been so far? I mean, they've looked solid. I'm quite disappointed, Tom Heaton. Yeah, hasn't really been doing the clean sheets. I mean, they're a bit unlucky against West Brom. Um, Robson Carney's goal was a, a belter for a guy who isn't exactly messy just <laughs> skilled everyone and, and put it in but yeah, the saves are also quite disappointing yeah and um, you look at Pickford who's been making saves at Everton which we said we didn't think was going to yeah, happen it's, it's kind of He's looking like a bad option for his price. Yeah. I'm still here for the every other week fixtures. Like yeah. For rotating heating, I'm still okay with it. I'm not in a rush to get rid of him. But I am getting a little worried. Yeah. And, and they've got Crystal Palace next at home. Yeah. And which then is positive, right? Two game weeks after that, it's Huddersfield at home. Two weeks after that, it's West Ham at home. Two weeks after that, it's Newcastle mm. at home. Like... The rotation theory works yeah. really nicely. So it's not insane to get heating in, but also when there's cheaper players like Lursel. Yeah. And I wanted to talk about goalkeepers at some point. Maybe yeah, you want in to the do next goalkeeper corner. Yeah, in the next. Yeah, Maybe we'll do that on Monday. Yeah. Yeah, in the next episode, but and Hennessy as well, who despite Crystal Palace's shocking situation, he's having to make so many saves. Exactly, <laughs> he's doing. He's really doing the saves. And, um, and obviously Forster, he's yeah. fixed to God. And Unfortunately, there are better options than yeah. Eaton at the moment. I mean, Dan and Ant are very against making transfers for your goalkeepers. I'm not against it. I mean... Uh, you just think it's a bit of a waste? I, I think it, it, if you have problems with your team, the goalkeeper is the last one yeah. you should be looking at. I don't reckon that anyone should be getting knee-jerking Eaton out, but yeah. it's something to... Something to consider for his price. He's not really living up to it so far. Correct. So, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on Burnley, but um, West Ham, 
They're a so, team who've been... Who no one needs to keep an eye on. Oh, so before the season, you might remember me saying, oh yeah, Lanzini's going to be great, he's a great player. West Ham, they made some good signings. Chicharito, woo, Arnautovic. Whereas Arnautovic, oh, three-game ban because he got sent off at elbowing someone. Whereas Chicharito, no one knows because there is no <laughs> midfield. Um, no, he can't get the ball. I, he can't get the ball. And that's the, the problem with a guy like Chicharito. Like, he is a fantastic striker, but... He's one of those guys who's right place at the right time. Mm. If West Ham don't have the ball, there is no right time or right place. <laughs> the right place is Joe Hart's left side. Like, <laughs> uh, and it, oh, it's Hart. very disappointing because I, I got Lanzini in the week he was coming back uh, last week. And he didn't come on until after half time. And they were just outplayed relentlessly by Newcastle, who are basically a championship team. But there's clearly something wrong at that club, much like Arsenal, where... Mm. You definitely shouldn't be near Joe Hart or their, their defenders. Oh, Lord. <laughs> their midfielders and strikers, you know, for weird differentials, yeah, maybe. But Chicharito for 7.1 or whatever, because he went up after that week, he scored two, two goals. goals. You just can't look at them as a, a positive transfer at the moment, because next they have Huddersfield. By the way, haven't conceded any goals yet. Absolutely incredible team. Um, then they have West Brom, also do not like to concede goals. Yeah. Uh, and then they have Tottenham. And then Swansea, who also have been looking qu- pretty solid defensively. So wait and see how those guys do. At the moment, they're having a lot of trouble with their manager and their team. So the next team is You mentioned Swansea. Swansea. Who I was very hyped about because yeah. they had a good 2-0 against Palace uh, away from home last week. Week before that was the 4 0 against United. Anyone who watched that game, anyone who watched Match of the Day, whatever. Oh, but it, they were good, right? They were 1 0 down until the 81st or 82nd yeah. minute. And basically, Paul Clement brought on attackers mm. and was like, we're losing, we need to try and get goals. And then Jose Mourinho. But I think he brought on Fellaini and then he just let Pogba run forwards and counter-attack and they yeah. scored three goals in the last, like, seven minutes. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's kind of unfair to judge them harshly on that. I think even a lot of United fans were saying, you know, this scoreline does flatter us compared yeah. to the West Ham one where they looked irresistible. Um, and there is a, a funny stat where Pogba has only scored when Fellaini's been on the pitch. Oh, I heard that. I think it's because Fellaini's coming in, he's dropping in in the midfield, right. Pogba's um, allowed to, to run, run forward. forward a lot more. Gotcha. Um, uh, so yeah, like, it's a bit unfair to judge them on, on that one, but the, the first week who they play it was Southampton, that was a nil-nil also. Yeah. Uh, so I think they've changed system, um, obviously there's some transfer window stuff where they brought in Wilfred Bonny. Um, who had a really good record for them a few seasons ago. Also, if you haven't seen the video... Oh, the video is <laughs> hilarious. On, was that on Swansea's um, Come on, Twitter account? Come on, Wilfred Barney, score some goals for Swansea. You've made it sound so much better than it is. <laughs> I'm also going to put this on our... This has to go on, on our the socials. Twitter. <laughs> it's absolutely incredible. Oh, if you haven't seen it, please just watch it again and again. It made, it made me laugh harder every time. It's the way he's got the... Uh, he switches to the selfie cam at some point and it's just him really close in his so own weird. face singing this song. And how old is he? It's not like he's never used a phone before. Oh, it's, it's great. Um, anyway, yeah. Swansea, I'd like to mention my favourite Swansea player, Your Tammy favorite, Abraham. Swansea. 
Oh, favorite what? Swanzo. No. Uh, I've given him a nickname. No. Like a believer. Well, what have you got to say? Before Dan told me that someone else was coming in stealing his thunder, I'm Come really. On, <laughs> I'm really. Is Bonnie a striker? Yeah. All oh, right. I don't know anything about football. Um. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the analysis. Um. Yeah, no, I'm really here for, for Sammy Abraham. I think he'll be nice. His goal is good. 5.5 million for your third striker. There you go. Jobs are good. This is about as cheap as you can get for a third striker. Well, Ayu is five. Yeah, but also Ayu is shit. <laughs> Didn't he score? He's, he did score, but he's... Oh. The thing is, uh, uh, I, I, I think it's actually Ayu, but oh, he's, he's kind of like... He's not a good player, okay. really. He just I think Abraham, f- you know, he has that stature. He's like a young guy, mm-hmm. online from Chelsea. Um, I, I've seen things that have led to me thinking he's going to be starting. Because I don't, firstly, I don't think Swansea loaned someone from Chelsea mm. to be sitting on their bench. Yeah. Unless he gets there and he's not as good as they think he is. Yeah, but, but he, he seems to be playing, doing all right. He scored the goal. I mean, Martin Kelly, Crystal Palace defender, was at fault, but... I thought it was a very powerful, very good finish uh, from Abraham. And I think he's going to get more and more confident. He's yeah. this young guy with this potential. And I think you might actually see Bonnie and Abraham playing up front together. Unless you're making one transfer and you need that player to play every game, mm. I- I'd say Abraham is a very good option if you need to downgrade in your, your yeah, striking area. For sure. They're playing this sort of uh, five at the back thing with uh, three defenders and, and two wing backs. Norton and Olsen, uh, Norton's 4.5. Mm. It's a good price for a, a starting defender every week. Next they have yeah. Newcastle, Tottenham, Watford, West Ham, Huddersfield. Like there's, it's a mixed bag. Newcastle, yeah. depending on where you land on, you know, they beat West Ham 3-0. What does that mean? Does that mean Newcastle are good? Does that mean West Ham are shit? Yeah. I don't know. But Newcastle at home, for a team who've kept two clean sheets, potentially a good fixture. Watford, West Ham, Huddersfield, like... Not particularly a high-scoring team, so I'm really liking the look of Swansea, and I think if you need a, a cheaper defender or a cheap striker, pretty pretty solid option there. Yeah. Um, who's the next team we got, Nat? Manchester United, Man United, the team who beat them two weeks ago. 4-0. Well, they've it's won long. 4-0, 4-0 and 2-0, so not looking too bad. I mean, the last one was interesting because the guys who got the goals, um, none of the, the hype boys, was against Leicester. Who I think put up like a, a good a good fight, but Rashford with the goal, Fellaini oh. with the goal, Mkhitaryan got another assist. Yeah, I but bet Ant's loving it. He's loving it. Ant claims that he hasn't <sighs> disclosure. Ant's been away <laughs> doing whatever. Well, I haven't looked at any fantasy because I'm so happy with my team. Yeah, he claims he hasn't looked at anything to do with fantasy, and if that's the case, then I think he's going to be pretty chuffed about. Mkhitaryan's yeah. situation 0.3 price rise as well since yeah. the start of the season so I guess that's nice if you've had him since well, that's it I, day one on my wild card I got Pogba instead of him because I was like Pogba looks like he's going to rise more Pogba hasn't risen yet <laughs> so that's great isn't it um, uh, but yeah I, I mean those Man United players they have what I would consider good fixtures not great mm. uh, Stoke, Everton Southampton Crystal Palace Liverpool 
honestly, I do not know what to say about Stoke because you just don't know what you whether you're getting the keep Arsenal out with a one nil victory or concede four against a slightly decent team. You, you don't know, so it's hard to predict. But Man United are looking like it. It's almost vital unless you're going heavy on like the Spurs and the Chelsea. Yeah. And the Liverpool, it's almost vital to have at least one of their midfielders, yeah, strikers, so. or defenders. I think, yeah, I think three clean sheets. Oh, I hadn't even thought about that. Hmm. That's wild. Yeah, and Jose Mourinho, a, a manager who loves to set up it in, in the tougher games, you think he's going to set up more defensively to to try and get that like one nil. So that all the signs are pointing towards having a Man United defender mm. as almost a you know, save your premium defender slot for a United player, maybe. I don't know. So maybe we'll do some more in-depth chat yeah. about premium defenders yeah. next episode There's some well. good options. We've got Valencia, who's nailed on to start every game, 6.5 from Man United. We've got Bailly, who's been a very yeah. popular choice because he's a little bit cheaper than Valencia. Um, we've got Phil Jones for 5.0, who's, who's also a bit cheaper and looks like he's nailed on. And it's just hard when you're you're looking at Spurs as well. Like barely conceded any goals last year. How do you pick? Yeah. How do you pick? Can you fit two in? If you do, you're you're cutting elsewhere. But mm. I, I think yeah, Man United, the Mkhitaryan, um, Pogba debate. Honestly, it's like Ali mm. Eriksson. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah. It's Pogba shoots a lot, so odds are eventually one of those shots is gonna go in. Mm. The problem is every missed shot ranks you down in the uh, every off target shot ranks oh, you down in the BPS in the, oh I didn't realise yeah so there was someone on Reddit the other day being like why didn't Pogba get bonus points he was well good and I was like because there's not a panel of people being like this player played well it's done on stats yeah I didn't I, like obviously I knew it was on stats but I didn't realise yeah. that off target shots yeah took you down yeah so they, they count negatively but if you're looking at that from a, a gambler's perspective the more shots you have especially if you've got a shot like Pogba one of them's going to go in. Mm. Whereas Mkhitaryan, much like Ericsson, is going to be more of an assist guy. Right. And, and he, right place, right time. Like, he might start getting goals at some point, but I don't know. Both of those are good options. Lukaku's a good option. You know, we'll talk about City now briefly. Oh. The other Manchester. The other Manchester. So it's... I don't really have anything to say. This is where Fantasy League gets weird because it's like, what do you say about them? They got that late... Sterling goal the other day. Sterling got himself sent off and that was therefore very is banned odd. for the next game. I don't understand it. There are rumours about him going to Arsenal in a swap deal for Sanchez. Didn't happen. I, it's Jay-Z's got his goal. I think that's... And that's all that matters. The, the, things, the things that matter here is... <laughs> Bournemouth, fun. actually, is something that matters here. They played really well. The week prior, sorry. <laughs> um, where they played against Watford. They played off the park and Watford beat them 2-0 comfortably. Yeah. This week, they looked really good. They went 1-0 up and it was a, a bit of David Silva magic and a, a great Jesus, uh, Jesus finish um, that got them the equaliser and City really struggled to break through and got that heartbreaking 98th minute yeah. winner. Um, and it was a disgusting... It was one of those finishes... Uh, you remember it? I, no, I don't. It looped up. I don't even remember. It's like he kind of kicked it, like he was going to strike it hard, and it looped up in the air and just went into the corner slowly. Mm. It was a really weird one. Like he kicked the ground really hard, but uh, it was one of those where you just think, "Oh God, these guys are so unlucky." And I think that that gives some indication of Bournemouth potentially being on the up. Yeah. Um, but on 
on evidence uh, on the evidence we have mm. probably not the team to go like hunting for players yeah um, unless you're really confident in them I think their their defense it looked okay um, Charlie Daniels goal was a wonder goal yeah you, you couldn't have stopped that um, you couldn't have predicted him taking a shot there I said on the the pre preseason podcast yeah I was really rating Mendy as an option mm. But he's 6.5, and when you're seeing the likes of Alonso, uh, 7.1, but he's a guy who gets goals, and you, uh, for, a, for a Conte side who can keep clean sheets versus a Pep Guardiola Man City side, yeah. it's hard to put the faith in them keeping a clean sheet every game and him getting assists. Whereas yeah. you could, I think it's more likely that a guy like Alonso is going to keep a clean sheet and or get a goal. Yeah. Um, the, in attack, I think Jesus still looks like a decent preposi- yeah. uh, proposition. I'm not in a rush to get rid of him. Yeah, no, me either. Me either. I'm, I'm hanging on to him instead of Lukaku. Because I, I think there's going to come a point where City start looking really good. Um, their fixtures coming up are pretty decent. Uh, Liverpool next, which you, you could easily see being a 3-3, 4-4, 4-5, Yeah. It, there's got to be goals, right? You, you'd expect. Um so probably don't get a defender for that. I'm, I'm getting rid of company, I think. But yeah, Watford, Crystal Palace, Chelsea, Stoke after that. It seems okay. It doesn't look bad. Like, if you're, if you're liking the look of a, a Jesus, yeah. don't get Aguero. No. Pep has once again shown that he doesn't really like him much. I think we were all surprised when Jesus came off in week two after the red card. But yeah, it looks like Jesus is going to be the boy. Yeah, City just look okay. But De Bruyne, No. No, but I always said this. I've said this like for two seasons now about De Bruyne. Like he's not a good fancy option. Mm. So much money. He is in but he was in bursts in previous years. Yeah, but it's not worth it. It's not worth the hassle of having that much money sitting Mm. in your team and him just doing whatever. And I'm sure if Fant were here, he'd tell you about how far deep he was sitting on the pitch or whatever. He was. I don't understand. That's a big problem because Um, it looks like that is his role. His role is to sit deep and pass it around. And in terms of bonus points, that's good. But it's not good if someone scores or someone keeps a clean sheet because... The points are the bonus points are weighted in favour of a, a defender who keeps a clean sheet or a striker who scores, yeah. or someone who gets a winning goal. So he did get a bonus point the other day, but I think that was by virtue of Sterling getting a red card yeah. after he scored which the winner, took him out of the... which which took him down quite significantly. Um, Chelsea and Huddersfield are our, our last two teams that we want to shine a light on. Yes. So uh, Chelsea look like they're back back in business I'm kind of annoyed why it's like how every season prior to now I've never had a Manchester United player yeah you feeling that way about Chelsea yeah I don't want a Chelsea player but I don't know how long I can go without one yeah it's at the moment none of them look essential it's got to be Morata though so Zappa Costa the uh, right back they've just signed I don't have the stats at hand but I think it was six assists and one goal might have been five assists uh-huh. last year in Italy for Torino, who was uh, Joe Hart's side, right? Who conceded lots of the goals. I watched a little highlight reel of him earlier. Of Joe Hart. My, uh, no. of Joe Hart. You watched no. a highlight reel. Oh my god. It would be a low light reel. I would literally pay to watch a highlight reel of Joe Hart. Oh my god. Wait. Wait. No. 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 Dan, no. Breaking can I, news. No. No. Dan, okay. Okay. Finish? 
I would pay I would pay money to watch a highlight reel of Joe Hart conceding goals and I bet you I bet you right now that Joe Hart has conceded to Malta I bet that is I bet that is what you were telling me the score is now 5-0 five to, nil Malta. to Malta <laughs> no but it's a Harry Kane but goal it's a Harry Kane goal and you know why they put this fixture today because it's September. Because it's the first of September. Actually, though, Harry Kane has scored for England in August. That is a, a thing mm. I found out the other day. All right. But that's but boring. I shouldn't have said that. We should have left it to the narrative, shouldn't we? We can cut it. We out. should have played played <laughs> on that. No, I think the people have a right to know. <laughs> um, um, who, was it a, was it a Deli Ali assist? I I can tell is you. Do we get assists for international games? It was. It was a Deli Ali assist. <gasps> See, I knew. The interesting thing about Chelsea is they have a good spread uh, of their points. So, margarine yeah. jam. <laughs> I can't believe it's not Fabregas. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we had Fabregas with a goal. Morata in, mm. in two of his games so far. Obviously, blank the second week, but the yeah. first and third got an assist in both. Yeah. Um, in week two, we had Alonso with a goal. Fabregas is an interesting one, though, mm. because I would have always picked Pedro over Fabregas, mm. regardless of what's going on. Yeah. Has Pedro done anything this season yet? No, he hasn't. Uh, I think Maybe it's the mask. I think he might have got one assist, but, but I You can't I see because of that. the mask. So we can just blame Ospina for ruining his poor little face. <laughs> Uh, the problem with Ch- uh, Chelsea players like Fabregas, Pedro, Willian is that they they don't play every game. Yeah. Uh, we saw last year that Fabregas only started coming in towards the end of the season. And he was actually making an impact from the bench quite a lot. But yeah. uh, those guys are cheaper for a reason. Yeah. Um, so the, the guys... Well, you say cheaper, but Pedro is 7.9. Yeah, Pedro's expensive. But Seskin and um, Willian are both around the 7 mark. Yeah. Um, so Seth looks good, but I think it's a matter of time before Bakayoko comes in and replaces him, and they go for a more sort of defensive midfield. It, uh, Conte seems to go for the approach of against tougher opposition, he'll put two more defensively minded midfielders. But in a game he expects to have more time and space, he'll go for Seth. So if they're playing against a team he expects to sit back, like maybe a Huddersfield, actually not Huddersfield because I think they press quite a lot, but. Maybe like a Leicester. Bright, or like Brighton. Or a Brighton, yeah, where they're going to... Or a West Brom, where they're going to sit back and soak up the pressure. They'll go for a, uh, a Fabregas because he can pick those passes and he'll get that time. But the guys you have to look at, Morata, Azpilicueta, who yeah. kept a, a clean sheet. He did get a yellow card, but he kept a clean sheet and got an assist for Morata. And Morata, with Zappacosta coming in, is the point I wanted to make. Is right. That guy's crosses, the highlight reel I saw earlier, they're insane. Like, he delivers the ball in style. And I think that's going to displace Moses over the next next few weeks. Um, Zappa Costa have his price here as well. Cause six point million. Six, six point, point million. Six point million. Yes, <laughs> getting that six point million. Uh, yeah, so you could see uh, something I saw on, on Reddit earlier, which was pure speculation, but the idea of Alonso being forward when those crosses are coming in and in the box like a striker. And I was like... Oh my god, my mouth is watering. The idea of Alonso, if he's not getting the, the assist, he's in there waiting for that, that sexy goal from a Zappa Costa cross. It's just too much money. I will take it. For I a will defender, take it. in my opinion. But yeah, overall but, opinion on Chelsea? Very positive. Yeah, and I don't like it. Yeah. 
after a horrible first week. So Huddersfield, I'll yes. let you take this one away because I think you're the. Uh... Yeah, I don't like. I don't have an overwhelming amount to say. Yeah. But. So it's a good start. <laughs> but considering the lacklustre preview we gave them, of well, they probably won't do many because goals. Like... Get the keeper in because <laughs> they'll have to save some. Well, that piece of advice is flying. Yeah. Mate's only gone and got 23 points so far. Yeah. 9, Can 8, and 6. Yeah. It's absolutely insane, to be quite honest. And he hasn't even had to make that many saves, which I guess speaks for their fixtures as well. Like, you know, they've played Palace, Newcastle, and Southampton. Um, so the fixtures are... For Huddersfield, are the next gonna, one's great. Yeah, the <laughs> next Ham. one is West Ham. The one after is Leicester, which, I, you know, I, you know, I don't know. And the, one after, <laughs> and the one after that is Burnley. I think there's something to you getting in early on this kind of bandwagon yeah. when it's shocking because you, everyone refuses to do it, and because then you see it just stop. go on and on. Yeah. And I do think, like from a from a more technical standpoint, like the way that Huddersfield play is they they have a very tactical setup where they, much like Liverpool actually, they they press and harry people when they have possession of the ball mm. to the point where they're they're having to just clear it yeah and that's something that a lot of a lot of like what i would consider the good pundits in football are saying they're probably going to surprise everyone for the first half of the season yeah but it's going to be after christmas when they're starting to get that fatigue catch up with them they might start to struggle but for a team like huddersfield getting those players in now is probably a good idea because you're going to have this this shining bright like brilliant uh, spell of the season that yeah. they're in and they're going to get a lot of points and they're going to get a lot of clean sheets and you're going to benefit from that yeah. and you can kind of look at it after see if they're they're waning after Christmas mm. I think defence and midfield is where to look I mm. know that in the last episode I was like Mounier, Mounier. get him in everyone get him in it's we need Mounier. to watch him for a bit longer yeah yeah so Moy's the pop uh, Moy's the, Moy's yeah, the guy Moy's who's gone up to 5.7 yeah but probably still worth having in. Yeah. Like, he's the guy who does the chances. If you want that fourth sort of cheaper midfielder. For sure. And then, defensive-wise, like, we were talking about Schindler and Lowe. Lowe. It's not how it's written. <laughs> as opposed to Zanka. I don't know why we were shunning Zanka. I uh, say, so, yeah, I, I did a little bit of research on this, and Schindler and Lowe. Were, were quite <laughs> Mr. Lover They were quite high on the bonus. Right. Um, Zankar yes. was in in the first week. I think he got an assist, which yeah, got him right. like all of the bonus points. Yes. And uh, Lover before the season was one of those guys. Everyone was saying, "Oh, he's like the one who's going to create more chances." Right. But it looks like Schindler's also been quite up there in terms of being involved, making a lot of tackles and interceptions. Mm. So. Those two are quite high on the bonus consistently, and they kind of they swap. Yeah. Um, and Lursel obviously in goal, like three clean sheets. Right. Not bad. No. Not bad at all. All right, so that's kind of the the majority of our talk for teams we think you should be looking at. There are a few sort of honourable mentions like Southampton still have great fixtures. Um, I, I think if you're looking at Southampton, like me, I'm getting rid of Gabbiadini. Probably you need to look at their defense. Yeah, and defenders their are where to go. Because they are they are looking very very solid like they always do, mm-hmm. but they're still lacking ideas and attack despite their fixtures. Yeah. I'm still continuing plodding along with all three 
yeah. of my Southampton All three friends. Of your so, so tomboys. I mean, Redmond, didn't he get an assist? Redmond got an week? assist last um, game week was two. Game week two. Bournemouth could turn it around. They've got Arsenal next, so that's a great fixture. Stoke, we talked about them earlier. I think Hesse might be one to keep an eye on. Yeah. Don't get him in, don't do that. Yeah. But just have a watch. 6.0, isn't he, Hesse? I mean, he's a new signing, he's come from a big club, he, he hasn't really done it there due to injury, but if Stoke can get if Stoke can stop that thing of getting big players from big clubs coming to them and being underwhelming, then maybe there will be hope for them yet. Um, Leicester, I think, are a very good one to look at because maybe not this week because uh, they have Chelsea but after that they have Huddersfield, Liverpool, Bournemouth, West Brom, Swansea and Leicester they've got a few uh, we mentioned this in the I think it was a pre-season actually or maybe game week one where yeah, game week five onwards the fixtures are good uh, so Vardy, yeah. Mares could be options um, but mm. Maguire is the one that I want to just shine a light on quickly he is incredible he's such a good <laughs> player I freaking love him I mean, he's a defender, so you've got to consider you're banking on Leicester keeping clean sheets. Yeah. He can get goals, he can get assists. I think he's already scored one and assisted one this season. I have no idea. But I just, yeah, really, you're right. I just really, really like him. He's 5.1, I think, now. He might have gone yeah, up. Yeah, he's 5.1. But I think when you get Leicester with a good run of fixtures, he can get you goals and he can get you clean yeah. sheets. And he's just a good little player. So Watford, we'll just super quickly touch on them. Um, they've done well so far. Um, they've they've they had a clean sheet in the last two games. I've no idea. I think it was Bournemouth two 0 in in week two. Yeah. Brutus is. And, oh, um, who's your guy who you keep telling me to get in? So Kiko Fermania, and I did before. Oh, it's two 0 to England. Ryan Bertrand. What? How about that, mate? Ryan Bertrand. Jordan Henderson, assist. What? I hate football. Um, but yeah, Watford, Kiko Fermania, um, the thing about him was um, I, I did a, a little bit of research from what Watford fans are saying. And some of them... Some opinion polls. Some of them say, oh yeah, Fermania, totally got to start every game because Yamat's shit at defending. And then other people are like, no, I'll be displaced as soon as Yamat comes back. And I think it's all down to Marco Silva. And from what I know about Marco Silva... He's not the kind of manager that plays someone because they're the first choice. He plays them because they're they good. can do the job that he wants them right. to do. And he's a very sort of like micromanaged sort of everyone knows their responsibilities. Mm-hmm. So I think there could be a strong case for Firmenia at 4.5. I think Watford have what I would consider decent fixtures. Yeah. Uh, Southampton, City, Swansea, West Brom, Arsenal, Chelsea. So there's three of what you consider like potential clean sheets and yeah. there. But I don't know, it's it's I I might get him in. I think I wanna get him for Britos. Yeah. Cause I got a Watford defender because I wanted Watford's fixtures. Yeah. So I think it makes sense to just get another one and hope that he doesn't get a red card. Yeah, and Britos is also gonna be banned for three games now. Exactly. So. Yeah. I'm gonna get rid Dan. I'm going to get rid. <laughs> it's just about who I get rid of. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, what I'm saying is it creates a situation where even if Jan Matt is first choice, maybe but, there is still a place for him yeah. in that team yeah. because they're low on numbers. Yeah. Uh, so we'll do a quick transfer deadline roundup. Yeah. Nothing freaking happened that's worth really talking about. This of. is the first time I've ever been even remotely interested in... Um, transfer deadline day. Yeah. 
Is there, is there anyone on this list that takes your fancy? Why have you... Oh, is this a new... A di- you know what? Look at... There are so many players called Sanchez. <laughs> um, Sarko mm-hmm. at Crystal Palace. Yeah. Was he not there already? No, he was on loan last season. And, interesting stat, four clean sheets and eight for him while he was there. Where was he... Oh, for, well, he was at so Palace. So he's on loan from Liverpool to Palace, yeah. But now he's signed for Palace? Yes, officially, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. I understand. I still don't think it'll make Palace a better team. Yeah, so I, I think this this is an interesting one in the sense that you have to look at the manager at the moment. They brought in a guy to be uh, be playing fancy, like, happy tiki-taka mm. football. And Sacco is not that guy. The players they have are not that guy. Um, so maybe, maybe watch it. He's 4.9. Mm. Um I don't know. But, yeah, I'd say that's an interesting one, but not for now. Yeah, I'm not interested in any of these players. I'm very nervous about getting newly transferred players in anyway. I totally understand. Breaking news. So, my friend just said, how the fuck did Welbeck miss the first one and then score the second one? But I didn't read it, so I just read, (laughs) Welbeck has missed a goal. And I was like, oh, well, classic Welbeck. Who got the assist? Harry Kane. Harry Kane doing assists. He's yeah, he got the assist, mate. Hmm. Oh. Interesting. Oh yeah, so so let's go through this uh these new signings. So we'll do it in order. Swansea, Renato Sanchez, Wilfred Bonnie. What I'd say is Sanchez at 5.0, uh midfielder. Probably don't want him in your team. Someone told me that he was I say someone told me, I'm sure I read it on the yeah, internet. Yeah. That he's gonna displace Carol. Um, so what I know about Swansea, they've been playing three in the centre of midfield, which mm-hmm. is where he would go. Right. Um, it's been Carroll, Leroy Fur, and uh, Klukas. Right. Who was a signing from Hull. Yeah. Um, he's definitely going to go in. I don't think he's going to displace Carroll because I think Carroll has been signed to play every game. Right. Um, because that's what he wasn't getting at Spurs. And, uh, yeah, it's hard to say. We know that Renato Sanchez will go into that team. His stats, uh, last year at Bayern, he did nothing because he was at Bayern, who were, like, one of the best freaking teams in the world. Mm. Um, the season before, he, when he was at Benfica, um, he, did, he got, like, two goals and one assist. So probably not one for your team. Oh. But what he will do is he is a very good player from like a footballing perspective and he will make their midfield a lot stronger. Right. So if you're thinking of like ball retention, you know, more likely to keep clean sheets because they're better on the ball, I think he's he's a good sign for them. Right. And also Wilfred Bonnie, he had a really, really good... Uh, got, he went on a, a really good run for Swansea before he left for Man City. So he could be an option at 6.0. Oh, we've got another goal. Who? Is it Malta? It's a Malta goal. No, no, no. Oh. Harry Kane, 4-0. Oh. Oh. England. So, but what time is it? Like, they've they've turned up pretty it's, late it's to 90 this. 90 plus 2. So, injury time goal. Should we look at the assist? It's... Ericsson. <laughs> I thought it was Harry Kane for himself there. No, it's Marcus Rashford. Oh. Imagine it was Ericsson. Ericsson was just hanging outside, <laughs> yeah. kicked the ball back in the stadium. <laughs> just wanted to show, show some support. <laughs> Uh, so Chelsea have drink water sealed late on a on deadline day. He was still at Leicester before. Yeah, he was, he was at Leicester. Like, uh, but like, what do you want drink water for? You don't. That's what I was going to say. Four point nine. He's priced like a defensive midfielder. 
Zappa Costa we spoke about earlier. Yeah. Potentially very good option if you can't afford Alonso. Um, Aurier for Spurs. I am probably gonna get him. The the question for me is if I can afford right. Aurier, but I I'm a big fan of Aurier from his uh, from his Toulouse and his PSG days. Uh, Urente seven point yeah. four. Didn't I, even know. Sorry if I didn't say Aurier six point zero. Urente seven point four. Stay away. He's not gonna play. Um, Sanchez. Who's this is Davinson Sanchez. Uh, another defender signed from Ajax and he's a young player he's very very hype um, this maybe signifies that Spurs might be looking to do a three at the back are all these players not hype all like, of these players the- I'd say stay away for now really uh, so we've got Krikoviak uh, for West Brom Burke and Gibbs uh, 5.0 5.5 and 5.0 respectively um, but yeah, so what I want to say about these is Krakowiak is very much a West Brom player. Like, defensive midfielder mm. will make their midfield even more bastard-like and hard to get through. So if you're getting West Brom defenders for clean sheets, uh, get um, get more. Get all of them right now because this guy's got to tear it up. Um, <laughs> Gibbs, you know, Gibbs is going to be as good as... Um, we don't really know who's going to be the starting choices going forward. I think right. a lot of West Brom fans seem to be saying that it will be either Dawson and uh, Dawson and Evans in the middle, right. or it will be Dawson right back and then Evans and McCauley in the middle. A lot of people seem to be saying Heigazi will be dropping. I can't wait. The bench. So. I cannot wait until, <laughs> until Heigazi gets dropped. Yeah, he's he's not. I think he's probably flattering to deceive at the moment. I think if you haven't got Hergazi in now... Mm-hmm. Now is not the time to get no. him in. Because he's almost as much as the other West Brom nailed-on defenders. Mm. Um, so we also have Burke, who... Just a quick little bit of background on him. He was quite hyped a few years ago for Nottingham Forest in the Championship. Right. Signed for RB Leipzig in Germany. He's, he's like a, a very West Brom attacker. Like, he's super pacey. Not very intelligent on the ball, but he's like big and strong as well. So at five point five, he could be a decent like fourth option at some point if he starts getting regular games. And from what I hear, it's likely to happen. Yeah. Leicester City, Adrian Silva is awaiting a work permit, I believe, but he, he has been finalised. He's a midfielder, we don't know his price because he hasn't signed yet, and He's gonna be. A, he's essentially a drink water replacement. So oh, right. he's gonna be passing it around and not doing much. I looked up his stats. I think it was two goals in a season. It was like his best record. So nah. <laughs> uh, Dragovic five point defender. I think he's quite a hype defender, mm-hmm. but I I don't know a lot about him to be honest. I I'd say watch, see what he does. Uh-huh. Uh, Liverpool Oxley Chamberlain. Uh, lol. <laughs> Is he gonna play? Um, surely people I genuinely don't, don't know. Surely people don't have Oxlade Chamberlain in their fantasy teams anyway. No, I don't think so because he's a midfielder, who he's listed as a midfielder, but he's been playing right back, and he's also been absolutely crap. Uh, Stokeside Vimmer from Tottenham. Oh. He's an interesting one because he's four point four, um, but as we mentioned with Tottenham, uh, sorry with Stoke. You don't really know if they're going to be good or bad or terrible. Are you or sure amazing. we spoke about Stoke? Because yeah. I s- was I just asleep? 
Possibly. That's kind of your, your transfer window roundup. That is your transfer roundup. And it's, it is as boring as it freaking sounds, man. Like, but maybe January will be really hype. That's the analysis for you this week. It is. Um, You'll appreciate this was a bit of a weird episode because we're... Just mid- the two of us. Oh. It's, uh, yeah, it's, <laughs> that's not what I was saying, but it's just the two of us. We're mid-international break, um, so everything's a bit weird. Um, but we're going to be back... Hopefully next week, and we'll talk more about some international stuff. We'll have some more in-depth bits on keepers and also premium defenders. Yeah, let's two do a premium defenders section. I like that. Interesting to talk oh. about. Um, we'll be back with clean sheet cup as well. Yep, which, uh, which I'm doing dreadfully in. Disastrous <laughs> for both of us currently. <laughs> I think that's it. That's so that. yeah, if you want to get in touch, um, you can email us at hello at thedanalysis.com. And you can find us on Twitter at The Donalysis. Actually, one thing I, I did want to share quickly just before we go is the Ross Barkley conspiracy. What's did you hear about this? No. So, um, so essentially, Ross Barkley had all but signed for Chelsea last night on deadline day. Right. And then Sky, uh, Sky Sports News were reporting that he's just decided to, to go back to Everton. Oh. He just didn't want to. But then some like lawyer, uh, like a sports lawyer, tweeted being like, you can't do a medical for a club, which is what he was doing when he allegedly left. Yeah. You can't do a medical for a club without having signed all of the papers. So, so like, signed the papers to uh, sign the contract yeah. with them, the transfers were done. So there's a, a little conspiracy theory that he actually had a little bit of a fun bank holiday weekend and then remembered that, oh, yeah, there's a drug test in the medical. <laughs> so he's gone back oh to Everton to avoid getting a ban. Uh. So, yeah, there's this conspiracy theory yeah, that you're like... That's so good. Oh, I'll go back to uh, Everton and uh, I'll sign in January when I haven't done all the bank holiday drugs. <laughs> so I love That's that. That's such a good thing. <laughs> I'm so glad you shared that. Um, so there we go. Uh, positive we go. End, end of the high. End of the yeah, high. Conspiracy a literal theories. high. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. I've been Dan. You've been Natalie. Peace out. See you next week. Peace up. A town down. <laughs> I wanted to brap, but I realised I can't brap. I think you shouldn't do that. Yeah.